Hello and welcome to The Woo in Food. I'm your host, Marilyn Rosano, and I help women in small business create flow in meal planning, routines, and small business strategies with ease by taking the overwhelm and thinking out of the no-time juggle. Hello, welcome to a Marco Solo episode. Today's episode, um, I thought that we would showcase puff pastry and short crust pastry as well. I know this is something that a lot of us have in our freezer and sometimes it just sits there and sits there and sits there and never gets used. And then when you do want to use it and you take it out, it's like all crusty around the edges (laughs) because it's been in the freezer too long. So I thought for those of you that um, have one of those packets before it gets to that crusty state that I would kind of, I don't know, give you a few suggestions on what you can do with it. I think puff pastry is a lifesaver. It's a game changer. It's something that is so handy. We have all the time and I reckon, you know, there's so many things that you can do with it. So the aim of the game of this podcast is to give you an idea, inspiration, I don't know, jog back a memory, something that you were like, damn, I used to make these amazing curry puffs or whatever, which we're just going to roll into, right? I'm just going to rattle off some. I put this out to the audience and a few of you gave me some suggestions. I simply on Instagram, you know, you can DM me as well anytime you like. Um, And I asked, I put it out to you guys and I said, what do you do with your puff pastry? And it was so funny. The first suggestion from a follower who's from the UK, mind you, was vegetarian Cornish pasties. And I was like, I knew what they were because about, I don't know, a month back from this recording, I, what was that show? You know, those like big factory where it takes you inside the factory where they make whatever and they show you the whole process of manufacturing. If you haven't there, like it's a good, it's really educational, but it's also just fucking disgusting when you see some things that are like how they're made. I mean, I didn't even know what the fuck it was. So basically what a Cornish pasty thing is, is it's like a little puff pastry sort of fold over. It looks like a massive empanada and inside it, it's filled with beef, potato, sweet, and onion. Um, yes, homemade ones would be delicious, I'm assuming. The ones that I saw that were made in the factory did not really look appetizing. And I was mortified with how much or how many they sold per week of these things. I was like, holy macaroni, I cannot believe it. Anyway, but I'm sure that the vegetarian homemade ones are delicious. I think any homemade things would be delicious. So um, for all the UK listeners, that one's for you. Um, definitely DM me and <laughs> tell me how much they probably you're like a hangover treat or something. I don't know. Other things that I probably do the most are pinwheels. Pinwheels, um, cheesy mite ones. So Vegemite for us Aussies with grated cheese. You know, then this rolls into the sweet ones. Of course, you could do like cinnamon and sugar ones. Basically, what you do is you obviously line out um, the puff pastry, put whatever topping. I mean, you could do pizza ones like with tomato paste, cheese, olives, mushrooms, whatever you like. Roll, roll, roll into a log, slice them up as you would like scrolls um, and bake them that way. Really, really good lunchbox fillers, really good throw me down snacks (laughs) and just delicious and easy, right? 
The other ones were breadsticks. Um, I have done a reel on this. Um, I was inspired by the pasta queen. I saw these and I was like, oh my God, why haven't I done these before? So puff pastry, um, grated pecorino, parmesan, some beautiful sliced prosciutto. You can use ham, you can use salami, you can, whatever you like, guys, whatever. Um, followed by another sheet of puff pastry on top. I just kind of roll it out a little bit just so it squishes. Cut them into one-inch strips, twist on a baking tray, garlic-infused olive oil or regular olive oil, whatever you like, um, and bake at 200, fan-forced until golden. So about 10, 15 minutes. <gasps> so good. So good to dunk into soup, great for snacks, easy, crowd pleaser, Bob's your uncle. Next one, chocolate pies. Pies, 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 pies. So if you have a pie maker, my rule of thumb is um, short crust pastry for the base, puff for the top. I don't know. For me, that's my go-to. That's how we roll. I could be wrong. I mean, there's nothing wrong with puff on puff. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like the rule of thumb that I do. So let me know what you guys think of that. And if you do it that way, obviously feelings, chicken and leek. I've got a, well, on my Instagram, you guys may have seen that I did a um, carousel slides of chicken leek open, well, not open, like a one pan pie, because sometimes we can't be bothered to cut out the molds. Like, let's be honest, like sometimes we're like, I cannot be fucked to cut the little circles out, stand there to individually bake them. So I did a one pan um, pie, which obviously I was inspired by Desi. She reminded me to do it. I use phyllo on the top, but you could definitely just put, you know, a puff pastry on the top. Would be delicious. Top with some mash, maybe. Am I giving you, am I getting the brain juices flowing here? Because I'm like, I should actually write some of these down. I've got a list here, but now I'm just rattling off. Like while I talk, I'm salivating. Um, so they're definitely things. So I thought I would also touch base on what I do with puff pastry or short crust pastry that are the off cuts from when I cut the molds out for the pie dishes. So, you know, when you cut out your little circles, because here in Australia, our puff pastry comes in square sheets. Um, I do have some, you know, US and UK listeners. So um, I'm kind of, I don't know. I feel like every country I see in the States, their puff comes sort of, as a big sort of slab, they roll out and roll, I've noticed. Anyway, so ours are just thin little thing, um, sheets, square sheets. So when you cut out the round circles, there are little offcuts. Do you know what I do with these? I'm going to share this on Instagram. But with those offcuts, in particular the puff pastry, grab them, like just tear them apart. So you have like random shapes, triangle offcuts, sprinkles, some pecorino or um, parmesan some onion powder, garlic powder, granules, whichever, whatever you like, herbs. It could be dried rosemary, dried Italian herbs, dried oregano. You can freeze them and then bake them or bake them straight away. And they make the best, the best like little crouton crunchy bits if you um, to just go with like soup or a salad or a side dish. So no wastage. I know you guys are like genius, genius. Don't know where I saw that. I have no idea. I wish I remembered to give credit. But um, anyway, we're just going to roll with that idea, which then leads me into spinach and feta parcels or tarts or whatever it may be. Spinach and feta. In my One Dough 10 recipe cookbook, I have my go-to filling, um, baby spinach. You could use silver beet. 
I generally use silver beet if it's homegrown. I find the leaves a little bit more tender, but you could definitely use store-bought, just chop it really fine or blitz it up in the processor. Spring onions, um, nutmeg. You could put a bit of shredded cheese, um, crumb some Greek feta. You can use Danish if you prefer the more creamier uh, texture and flavour. Fresh thyme, fresh oregano. You could use dried herbs, whatever it may be. Pop them, pop them in there. You can insert in a square sheet. You can divide it into four. Um, you could line it in like little muffin or cupcake tins and you could fill it in there. So they're like little cute um, parcels. Well, not parcels, like little cups, tarts, whatever you want to call them. So many names, geez. Anyway, um, the other ones that I do is when you, again, get the square sheet of puff divided into four and each one you would put, um, you could put some spinach and kind of cross over two corners so that it's sort of like an oval shape beautiful other fillings could be pesto um, you could do a green or red based pesto you could buy store-bought you could make your own I make my own especially when basil's in season um, and I get them from friends or family uh, I blitz a massive load of uh, basil pesto up and portion it out and freeze them and they just last me the whole year and then it's a really good way to keep like a sauce or marinade in the freezer. So I could spread a bit of that. If you have some bright, beautiful tomatoes, you could layer that on, some prosciutto, asparagus, ham, whatever, right? You could just do cheese and ham. It doesn't matter. Beautiful, beautiful. So they're foldovers. Um, sausage rolls. Hello, sausage rolls. Can't go wrong. I haven't made sausage rolls in ages. I love a good pork and fennel filling you could do lamb and feta filling you could do chicken I mean I've seen chicken and corn I'm not a big fan of chicken and corn in I don't know it reminds me of those oh what are they what were they called someone dm me and tell me what they were called oh my gosh do you know that I never ate them oh yuck sorry I'm heaving on the heaving on the call I just can't do it just can't do it um and another suggestion I got through was curry puffs which admittedly I think I've made them once in my whole life. Um, I don't have a go-to recipe, I must say. So if anyone has, a, any listener that has a really good curry puff recipe, send it over. However, I will omit the peas because peas should be illegal. If you don't know me by now, I'm Marilyn and I hate fucking peas. I cannot do it. I'm sorry. I feel like Maddie Johns from the footy show where he was like gagging to the minute that he, they brought them out. I, I just can't do it. It's a textural thing. My mom did not believe me as a child until she forced me to have them and I chundered all over the table. And she's like, okay, okay, we have, okay, it's legit now. Like, yeah, disgusting. I think it's the texture of them popping. Oh, I love snow peas. Love snow peas. They're delicious cannot do peas it's the popping sensation that just gets to me and then my husband's like but you eat grapes I'm like yeah but they're firm it's not like uh, mm, the texture of anyway okay let's just not go there um what else was I going to say did I say empanadas I probably didn't I should have gone down the list logically but I didn't so in case I'm repeating myself I apologize this is what happens as you get older. You repeat yourself and you don't realize what you said to who. Um, empanadas. In my, again, one dough 10 recipe cookbook, I have my go-to empanadas filling. They're more of a Chileno 
um, filling the traditional one where mum's from in Venezuela we it's more like a carne mechada which is like a pulled beef with beautiful aromats capsicum garlic onion cumin paprikas um, in the the one dough 10 recipe cookbook that I have the filling is more a mince based it's super duper easy you could definitely uh, do you know what I do if you have the book um, go make them but you can make it sort of like a for like a Mexican bowl um, for dinner one night so you could do the mince with some side dishes sort of like tacos um, and then with the leftover mince you could then repurpose them into these parcels um, so I prefer to do the empanadas with I mean if you don't want to do the dough and you just want store-bought short crust pastry is amazing with just like an egg wash um, and you could then if you don't want to eat them the next day but you want to use the leftovers you could make them and then freeze them so that you could build that freezer stash and they're really really good to have on standby especially when you've gone out had sort of like an earlier lunch um, or a lunch but you don't want to have dinner because you're still sort of full but you're hungry they're great to pull out and just have um, they go beautifully with my chimichurri there's a free recipe on my website and we're digressing now but that's just that's just how we roll right so chimichurri is beautiful garlic herbs a bit of chili there's the acidity the freshness I love it it's a paste it could be a marinade whatever I generally make this um, once every couple to three weeks and I keep it on the in the fridge because it's so versatile lather it on meat or steak you could it's my go-to to put on top of my breakfast plate so with eggs it is divine if anyone hasn't made um, my chimichurri please visit the website go make it dm me let me know tag me um, I would love to see how you incorporate it oh side note I can't see any of your tags if you are a private Instagram page it just won't let me so don't think that I'm ignoring you please um, just slide into my dms with any shares I would love to hear them so we'll roll into the sweet side because I feel like <laughs> people get so overwhelmed with thinking about dessert and if we've got to go to someone's house and take we want to take something I think it's always polite to take something in your hand I know that it's just a cultural thing um, I love to take something in my hand. It's just, I don't know, just a, for me, it's, I don't know, it's just polite, right? And um, and just a way of saying thank you and it's just being nice. So I like to take something, but sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I just do not have time to make dessert. But also sometimes like you don't want to like buy anything because nothing's open or you just left it to the last minute. So always have a packet of um, short crust puff pastry in the freezer you could do little parcels the same as we did the savory with the pesto and tomato there's a picture on my instagram somewhere just have a little scroll and see but you could fill it with some fresh berries berries would be beautiful you could then bake them when you're there um pour some custard on top like it's been so long since i've had custard oh, i can't even tell you <laughs> thing um another one could be tarts so cut them into fours you could put some peaches when they're in season some blackberries and then bake it at wherever whenever and serve with a dollop of vanilla bean ice cream I know, right? um, and that way you could also have some freezer stash of berries like frozen berries I know that when my my berries like we, they're not off obviously but 
I know that no one's going to eat them in the next day. And I swear, berries are like fucking avocados. Like that extra five minutes and they just, they're, they're ripe and they're off. Um, I freeze mine sometimes, you know, you could use them for desserts, you could do use them for smoothies, whatever it may be. So having the berries with, you know, and then you could just put some like little cast sugar, brown sugar, put them on top of the, of the short crust or the puff pastry, bake them, they'll caramelize with a dollop of ice cream. I know, right? Um, you could do a cheats galette. So again, galette is more like a pastry, but it's, you kind of like form it out to be a circle. I have in my um, one 10 recipe cookbook as well. I do a raspberry thyme and lime. That combination is divine. Sometimes I'll do that filling um, and I'll pop it into a short crust pastry. Um, fold over the edges so it's like a, like a rough circle. You could put some sugar <laughs> around the edge, bake it again, serve with, you know, custard, ice cream, whatever tickles you fancy. That's really, really nice. We did touch base on the cinnamon pinwheel, pinwheels. So cinnamon, sugar, delicious um chocolate and peanut butter parcels you could also do this in the pie maker <sighs> basically just put a bit of nutella some peanut butter even crunchy peanut butter and yeah bake them into little parcels sprinkle some icing sugar yeah i know you're salivating uh danishes danish um you could use some beautiful sour cherries, uh, apple, which then leads into apple strudel. Do you know what I do sometimes? I've done in the past. You could do it with either puff or short cross pastry. So if you've got your square sheet or you just roll it out to a square, um, you cut strips. So if it's um, our Aussie square sheet of puff or, or short crust, I divide into four strips, equal strips. Then I thinly slice apple like super thin. I like um, green apple because I just love the tartness of it, the sourness of the um, green apple with the sugar that I add. So thinly slice it, um, layer them all along the top strip. So across, like I'm trying to describe with my hands and you guys can't see my hands unless you're watching the video on YouTube. Um, so I'll thinly slice the apples, layer it across the whole strip that we've cut sugar roll it roll it so that you can see the tip of the apple on top of the puff and i either you could either bake it or i put it in the pie maker i just squish it into a pie maker with some brown sugar wow they're really 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 just like delicious i was going to say disgusting it's not it's delicious it's divine um then we go into palmiers palmiers are those like little french i think they're french yeah they are um heart shaped puff pastry so you just you know, sugar, you could put some cinnamon, whatever you like, roll, 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 cut them thin strips and just push the top down. So it's like a little heart shape, bake flat. And the last one is, I kind of thought of this, I've never done it. And I was thinking mm, banana and chocolate would be nice. How would we do this? You would do it sort of like a banana split, right? So you get the banana, cut it lengthways cut the puff pastry. You could do one long one, cut the square into four as we usually do. Um, spread some Nutella, some panna chocolate, hazelnut spread, whatever, right? You could, I don't know, chocolate pieces, put a piece of banana, fresh banana, bit of brown sugar and fold it over and bake and serve with some ice cream. 
Anyway, I'm sure I've just given you lots of suggestions and you're thinking, Marilyn, why? Why did you do this to me? Now I'm going to gain like 10 kilos with all these suggestions that you did, especially late night snacks. Sorry, not sorry. But I just wanted to show the versatility of puff pastry. And I know that majority of us tend to have a bag or a packet in the freezer. And it's probably been sitting there forever. And you're probably thinking, what the fuck am I going to make for dinner that everyone is going to eat? I hope I answered. I hope I answered um, your question. I hope I saved you some brain cells. I hope I got you out of that cooking rut and that lull. Because for the life of me, I get in them too. Um, and you know what? Get your phone out, your notes. And if you just had some beautiful ideas, downloads, thoughts, whatever you may call them, pop those ideas into your notes, notepad, your blackboard, your whiteboard, your phone notes, whatever it may be. So that when you're roaming in and out of those aisles in the supermarket, you can just whip that out and say, you know what? That was it. I'm going to just do that. Anyway. Until next episode, get your pastry on. All right, ladies, thank you so much for another episode. I hope you loved it. And if you did, please subscribe. You can also join the free Facebook community group, The Woo in Food, and find me over on Instagram at rosanos.casa. But until next episode, ciao, thank you, and take care.